Jesus, we thank you so much. Oh, hallelujah, on the internet, Jesus, as well. Yeah. You're here, Jesus. And we love your presence more than anything. More than anything, Jesus. We want you. We need you. We want you. And we want all the good things that come from your presence, from being with you. And so we gather, Lord, and we ask Jesus, would you open up the eyes of our understanding today? Would you enlighten us? Would you cause us to see, Lord, your desire is that we would walk in life, that we would walk in freedom. Lord, you've given us so many tools, so many good things, so many good people, so many things, Lord, to help us. God, your greatest desire is that we would be free, that we would be so free that we could lead others to freedom that we could lead others to freedom. God, we ask this morning in the name of Jesus that you would just pour out, God, in this service. Just pour out in this service. And we disagree over every prayer request, Lord, this morning in the name of Jesus. We just thank you, Father, for every single one, for every single life, Father, in the name of Jesus. We just thank you, Lord, hallelujah. Your desire, God, is that everyone would walk in wholeness. God, your desire, if you had your way, God, it would be so that every person that leaves this place today that had any needs whatsoever in the name of Jesus would receive what they came for. Every single one, every single one, every single one on the internet, God. And we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you. We ask that you would enlarge our thinking, that you would enlarge our capacity, God, for these kinds of things in the name of Jesus. Lord, as we come upon the last of the last days, Father, and there's been so many amazing prophecies about a body of believers, Lord. Creation, Romans tells us, is groaning and awaiting for the sons of God, those who walk and talk and act like God, those who understand the kingdom of God and who are trusting you and able, Father, to manifest those things, God. We thank you in the name of Jesus as we learn more and more about the infinite Father in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. And Lord, it wasn't maybe what we thought it was in the beginning, some weird place, some kooky place that only a few people went, that it wasn't meant for every single one of us, God. We're understanding more and more and more and more. Jesus, when you were here, you said, the kingdom, my kingdom is within you. It's within you. And this door is a representation of what you have placed on the inside of us. All things that pertain to life and godliness. And Lord, what we're learning is how to take all, the all, the all, the good things that you place on the inside of us. Those things, Lord, before we even hit our mother's bellies those great gifts, those great callings, those great, Lord, that great equipment 
that you placed on the inside of us. You're teaching us and showing us, God, how to get it out, Lord, so that we could experience it and be in awe of what you placed on the inside of us and that we could use those things, Father, to bless the ones that you love, to bless humanity, to bless the ones that you love. Father, I pray this morning that you would pour out such a boldness and a courage on us, Lord, as a people in the name of Jesus. Pour out such a boldness and such a courage, Lord, upon us in the name of Jesus when it comes, Lord, hallelujah, to talking about you, to telling about your goodness, to sharing about you, to sharing about what you do, sharing about your kingdom, sharing about how things work, Father. That's what you desire, God. You said, Lord, you prophesied that in the last days, God, it would be, things would be so understood that it would be like paint by numbers. Things would become so clear, so understood. Things that were hidden, things that were misunderstood. I tell you, you know, it's like following the dots now, the season and the time that we're in, the revelation has gotten so clear and get ready. It's getting clearer and clearer and clearer as the days go on when 30 years ago, or so, when we gave our hearts to the Lord, it was like fill in the blanks. <laughs> fill in the blanks where there was no class that preceded it. And you kind of sort of had to guess. But now, Father, we thank you. We thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And Lord, I pray today that you would just dispel, Lord, this notion that spiritual things are difficult. In the name of Jesus. Father, in this hour, you want to make things so easy because they're not just for those whose personalities happen to be perfectly aligned. You know, there's that personality where it just seems like discipline and things just come easy to them. And then what about everybody else? No, it's for everyone, Jesus. It's for everyone. It's for everyone. It's for every one of us. Hallelujah. Life strength, goodness. And God's desire for us today is that if we you know, came in in a place where there was hopelessness or where there was a place maybe where we gave up on things, gave up on life, gave up on promises, that we would through his strength and, and the presence of almighty God that's in this place, that we would go again. You know, we are standing prophetically at a time where we're transitioning and crossing over into so many amazing things. And I've been declaring it probably for about eight months, just that God would bring us into all of these new things, all of these places of transition, and that we would hit the mark, that we would hit the bullseye, that we would do so in style, that we would do so with such clarity. Hallelujah. We just thank you for that, God. I have such, you know... There, there's such a ah, on the inside of me for, you know, what God desires to do in our services, what he wants to do in our lives, how he wants our faith and our trust in him just to skyrocket. So we wouldn't be wondering about God and what God's going to do. We just open the book and say, God, if you did it, then... If you did it then, God, if you did it then, you live inside of us. Yes. 
Hallelujah. And isn't that what we are looking for? And if, what, if it's what we are looking for, then how much more people who don't know him yet that need to see that. If we long for that, we long for what we read about in the book. And we do see those things. I'm not saying that we don't. But we long for the greater we long for the expectation that people have and that begins to build and build and build. The expectation that Zechariah 8 tells us that people would begin to talk amongst themselves more and more and more. And they talk amongst themselves and say, you got a problem? I know exactly where you need to go. I know exactly the people who will help you. I know there's these people who don't live inside of limits. They don't live inside of borders. They believe what God says and they are seeing what God says happen. That's who we are. I heard the Lord say this morning, remember who you are. Remember who you are. Oh, when we talk about toxic thoughts, we call these done. Amen? We call them healed now in the name of Jesus. And tell the enemy, as we sit in that place, we remember who we are. We are those who are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus right now. In this place, Jesus is on a throne and we are seated with him on the throne. And what Jesus did when he came to the earth is he took over what God desired Adam to do. Amen? God told Adam, subdue, take dominion, replenish, fill. And Jesus came and showed us. Hallelujah desire of God and so we thank you so much Jesus for that we thank you so much Jesus that expectation is rising in the name of Jesus that expectation is rising we remember who we are we remember where we are seated and we are governing from this place and because we understand who we are and whose we are we have a, no, a non-tolerance, amen? A non-tolerance to things that the blood of Jesus has already paid the price for. No tolerance. Remember who you are. When we forget whose we are and who we are, then we tolerate things that we shouldn't be tolerating. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But Jesus is turning on the light. Woo! He's turning on the light in my life. He's turning on the light in us. Amen. Amen. He's turning on the light in things that we have heard and heard and heard and heard that he desires us to go deeper. I tell you, there's things that I see on the inside of you guys. I'm just, you know, that are just literally about to like come forth and, and explode. It's the goodness of God. 
just like a mother, you know, when she is like ready. We just had a young mom in our church and she gave, you know, when you're ready, you're ready. And there's a whole bunch of ready people. Hallelujah. And so what we do is we remember who we are because the enemy's desire, man, it's like pastor said, it's like, it's like looking at a staircase, you know, and God is taking us deeper so he can take us higher. And isn't it funny, you know, when Jesus in Luke chapter three, when he was, when he, you know, when he was baptized, he, he was baptized and the spirit, you know, came upon him and God, God spoke to him then. And he goes into, the, goes into the wilderness and he spends 40 days in the wilderness. And we have a few accounts of the enemy coming. But Jesus was in that wilderness. And he was learning how, I, I, this is me. I feel like there's a whole lot more that was going on in there than these short few visits that he had from the enemy. He just received the Holy Spirit. Everything changed from that moment. He was spending a lot of time. Life as he knew it was drastically about to change. Come on. You get a new re revelation and you go up that rung. Just like Jesus was led into the wilderness. And so the harassment came to try and shake him, you know, shake that revelation from him. So that in some way he would minimize. Can you just see that? I mean, God does this amazing thing. He speaks identity to him. He speaks value to him. Right? He goes off. Now he's got the Holy Spirit and he has this equipment. We know what happens when he comes out of there. We know it's like miracles. The Bible says everywhere he went, he, you know, he went about doing good and healed all who were oppressed from the, from the enemy because God was with him. He was learning. The Bible says Jesus grew like us in wisdom and stature and favor. He grew. He grew. And so when we talk about crossing over and we talk about increase, we talk about transition, we talk, talk about expansion, we talk about laying hold of the kingdom or laying hold of the promises, then, then what happens initially is that revelation comes to us and the enemy comes like Mark 4 says to try and steal that. And what we do as we are learning, learning the process, the door, the, you know, the poster boards, all of this is helping us to simplify, to understand the procedure of how things work. God has set things up in this earth and he won't violate his laws and he won't violate our will to enter into them. Hallelujah. And so we're talking about hallelujahs. We've been talking all this month. This is our last Sunday on toxic thoughts. And how many of you know that those were some toxic thoughts that came to Jesus in the wilderness? Come on. Those are some toxic thoughts that came, you know, to try and whatever cause him to compromise, cause him to let go of if it was possible. You know, and the same thing happens in our lives hallelujah and so today the title of this message message is jesus upgrades our physique Whoo! good thing i started exercising before this message <laughs> 
He upgrades our body. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So important to remember where we are or who we are. Remember who we are. Remember whose we are. Hallelujah. I, I belong to God. Almighty God lives in me. It affects where we will go. It affects what we can receive. Come on. Joy talked about it on Wednesday night. You know, my, she said, my son comes into my house. He goes into my fridge. He takes my food. He doesn't ask because he's a son. And he knows what my, what's mine is his. How many of you know that's the same for us? We are children of God. And what's his? He's given unto us all things. All things. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and he's given it unto the children. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So he upgrades our physique. And so I, I, I think, hallelujah, um, that word upgrade means to raise the standard, to make improvements. Hallelujah. And, and we are talking because what we've been doing is realizing that toxic thoughts, we're going to talk a little bit about actually the process of going through this, you know. But um, all month long, what we've been addressing is basically the spirit. First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 23 says that, you know, God, there's a wholeness that God brings to our life and that he desires for each one of us, and that is spirit, soul, and body. Amen? His desire is restoration spirit soul and body when jesus had his way with people when he had his way with the woman with the issue of blood he said woman thy faith has made thee what whole spirit soul and body and sometimes you know when we do that we we can you know because we have learned maybe depending on when you gave your heart to the lord we live we're so used to living you know when we talk about our physical body or physique and you could use this for any area of life but we're so used to maybe living in the finite and so we do things like exercise and eat right come on right because we know right if you know if you had one if I gave you one suit and that suit was going to last you for the rest of your life only one suit that's all you got and it's going to last you forever isn't this an earth suit? Come on. If I gave you one, what would you do? You'd, you'd watch where you sat, wouldn't you? You'd take such good care of it, wouldn't you? Well, that's exactly what God's given us, so he desires that. Then he goes ahead and he does this crazy thing in 1 Timothy chapter 4. He says that bodily exercise profits what? A little. So you want us to take care of us, but then you tell us that bodily exercise profits us little. So he's not saying that it doesn't profit at all, but sometimes in this finite world, that's what we come up with. Amen? But when we come over here and we allow him into our life, we allow him to lead, we allow him to guide us, we allow him to direct us, you will see some exercise. And you will see some taking care of the suit. But you will see a whole lot more. Because we come to realize, right, that we've been, if you have been born again, then your spirit man has been reborn. Amen? 
Your spirit is reborn. And inside of our spirit is the faith of God. Inside of our spirit is the power of God. Amen. And this is amazing. But this, Romans 12, 2 tells us, needs to be transformed through the washing. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm listening. I, I, I don't think I've ever done this in my 30 years. And, and I, I can't tell you what that is doing to me. I'm listening to teachings, one teaching, like over and over and over. I can honestly say my personality likes to move on. I don't like to stick with one thing too long. But I, I am that in and, in and of itself is I'm just washing my mindset and remembering who I am. I'm remembering, excuse me, who I am. I'm remembering who I am and I'm letting the word wash me. Wash me, wash me, wash me. Why? Because the Bible tells us that great things are about to happen, that God wants to do great things. And so I'm washing myself so that when opportunity presents itself, I am prepared. I can't tell you the times when people have stood in front of me and instead of me just standing there and remembering who I am and who lives on the inside of me, I have this mental gymnastics that's going on in my soul, in my mind, my will, my emotions, my intellect, my imagination, right? This stuff that goes on in here. Because faith is here and power is here and Jesus lives in me. And Jesus wants to upgrade our bodies. He wants to upgrade our physiques. But if we've encountered things that are in our mind, things that we've seen, our mind, our will, our emotions, trauma, a lot of times can create a mental picture. Did you know that you don't, I know pastor has said this, that you don't, you look through your eyes Think on these things, Philippians says, that which is true. You look through your eyes and see with your mind. That's crazy. You look through your eyes and see with your mind. If you can see it, you can have it. The trouble is, what's going on in our thoughts? What's going on in our emotions? What have we been thinking about? Because see, when it starts here, and you take the word of God, and the power of God is there, and the faith of Jesus, is on the end. It's not just any kind of faith. It's Jesus' faith. If I had to ask every one of you to lift up your hand and, and, and let me know, do you think Jesus' faith can accomplish the job? Well, you know, we can see in the Bible that Jesus' faith got the job done. But when we don't deal with what we're, when we don't think about or evaluate, evaluate, evaluate what's going on 
in my brain. What are the pictures that are going on in my brain that are the, you know, the things that I'm hearing that are creating things that are creating a block? So that what started there stops here. Unless we wash and wash and wash and wash and wash and wash. Because the word says that his word does not return void, but it will accomplish that which he pleases and that which it was sent to do. The word of God will hit the mark, one translation says, every time. So if the word of God is hitting the mark every single time, what's going on? It's this... <laughs> and God is unraveling this whole process. Honestly, I, I, if you're new to all of this, you are so blessed. You are so, because is that not easy? Like, is that not like one, just one, two, three. Okay, I can do that. that that's me. I can do that. But back then, it, it didn't look like this at all. I have to tell you a testimony in my life when we, probably about 15 or 20 years ago, and you probably have heard it, but <clears throat> for the sake of whatever, I'm going to share it. Uh, talk about the soul. And so I had, um, a, I had a big sore on my arm. It was about this big for years. Um, and uh, I did what I knew to do. I took the word and the faith of Jesus, and I was super faithful with it and watching what I was saying. And if I, you know, came off the wagon, then I'd repent and I'd get back on the wagon. And year went by and days and weeks and ye months and years went by and nothing. I went to a, a meeting, a prophetic meeting once, and the minister at the meeting um, gave me a word from the Lord. And she said, tonight, you're going to receive a healing in your body. And when I left the building, I, my arm was healed. Problem is, what did I see? Within a few days, it was back. Until years later, when the Lord started teaching us about, you're, you're, you're seeing, you're looking through your brain. There's pictures. Thoughts are creating pictures, and they're anchors things you can't get beyond unless you change them. So as we were learning this, I said to the Lord, okay, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to practice on this. This is interesting. Meditate, Joshua 1 says, on the word day and night, and you'll, you know, know exactly what to do, be prosperous, and have good success. Yay, I don't like this. It's painful. It's ugly. I, I, I was super self-conscious of it. And so I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm going to do this. I'm going to change what I see. And so I, you know, I, I started to close my eyes and just allow my brain, the word of God, what, is, what does it look like, Jesus? I see you on the cross, and I just allow the word of God to paint a picture in my mind. 
of what healing looks like for my arm, and I'm just saying, saying, thank you, Lord, for healing. I just thank you, Jesus, I'm healed. And I said to the Lord, I can't see a healthy elbow. Because every time I close my eyes, all I see is a sick elbow. Because I've seen that elbow for a whole lot of years. What do I do? I'm stuck. If, if, if it's flowing here, and this picture is stopping things from it flowing all the way through, how do I get rid of this? Can I tell you how simple the wisdom of God is? That's why I'm saying he's literally destroying the things in our lives when we are willing to look again and allow him to show us simple answers to questions that we have. Do you know what he said to me? You will never guess. Go do this, go do that, go do, go, 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 do, 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 do. No. He said, look at your other elbow. Look at your other elbow. Oh, I could do that. This elbow had nothing. And I would look at my other elbow until, until I could see in my mind's eye the picture of a clean, clear, white, soft, beautiful arm. And within two to three days, it was gone and never came back. Hallelujah. Isn't that good? It's this simple. When we come over here, and we maybe ask the Lord, just like me, okay, God, I'm kind of stuck. I know power's flowing here. I grabbed a hold of your word. I know your will. I know your desire. I know who you say that I am. But, I, I, but nothing's changing. What's going on? What's going on? I know it's not with you, God. And I'm not going to condemn myself. I just need a little bit of insight so I can undo what the reason of why I'm stuck so that power can flow and I can see the manifestation of it in my finances, in my body, in my marriage, in my life. Isn't that good news? One word from God. One simple, simple word from God. Hallelujah. Changes absolutely everything. I want, let me just read this to you when we talk about Jesus' desire to upgrade our physique or our bodies. Hallelujah. Why, why does he want to do that? I, I want to just read a report that I found online, and it says this. Your body's fight or flight response to stress, and that's what toxic thoughts create, okay, was designed to quickly mitigate any potential damage imposed by short-term injury or illness. God figured, uh, you know, thought of everything. This can include physical illness or psychosocial problems such as poverty, job loss, death of a loved one, or ongoing abusive relationships. Your immune system responds by increasing the production of disease-fighting white blood cells and releasing cortisol into the bloodstream. Once the threat has been resolved, your immune system returns to its baseline. Great. God's got something in there. When stuff happens, your body knows how to deal with it. We have a standard. 
The word of God is our standard. We know whose we are. We know who we belong to. Our body takes care of it. Everything goes back to normal. That's great. But when chronic, which is recurring stress, occurs, the immune system never returns to baseline. Crazy. Jesus said, my peace I give you. My peace I leave with you. Let not your heart be troubled. Why? How could we live in this earth, God, and let not our heart be troubled? There's so many troubles. He says, there's a place. And in this place, I'll meet you. And there's answers to absolutely every single question. In fact, when you frequent this place, I find you get lots of freebies. You're like, I didn't ask you that question, God, but thanks for the answer. He says, John 15, when you abide in me and my words abide in you you will ask what you will and it will come on we need to listen to some of the some of the tenses that god uses and some of the and, and you know the emphatic statements that he makes without excuse you will ask what you will and it will be done for you come on god Remember who you are. Remember every promotion, every place of increase, every place you've been seeking more of God, you've been seeking to understand his word, you've been seeking, uh, you know, increase of any kind in your life, greater health. The enemy is always there. He knows what resolve looks like. He knows, Blake Healy said, I have never seen a prayer prayed and something not happen as a result. I have never seen, he sees in the spirit realm. I've never seen it, he said. When someone prays a prayer, young, old, seasoned, new, I've never seen it, he said. When someone would pray a prayer and nothing would happen, something always happens. Well, the enemy sees the something in the spirit realm that was released. And so he comes to harass. But in this place of abiding, we receive the truth. Hey, I got a solution for you. Don't got to get in your car. Don't need a whole lot of money. Don't need to ask anybody else. Just need to do what I say and you'll have. I had a lump huh, dealing with it for a long time too afraid to really tell anybody or talk about it lots of pain cried struggled over it but i washed and i washed and i washed with his word see the devil tells us that we when we wash with his word that nothing's happening but it's impossible and the necessity of needing the word. He says, my words are spirit and life. And the only thing 
that will change this is the spirit words of Almighty God. After washing in the word for a lot of time, I laid in bed one night and God just grabbed a hold of my heart. Something he said before it, during it many times, but for some reason, that night, in bed, all by myself, Jesus visited me and said, nothing too complicated, Tina, I love you. I will never let anything harm you. Woke up the next morning, the lump was gone. I could go on and on when it comes to healings and, and simple things. When we allow God to speak, simple solutions to what literally are life and death situations. Jesus had a word for Lazarus. Daniel had a word. David had a word. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had a word that was more powerful than anything else that was going on here. It overrided it and so flow changed everything. It changed everything because where there was a block, there was no more. Can I just tell the... Let me just, you know, so we do, uh, let's just agree in the name of Jesus for these things in the house. Effects of stress in the name of Jesus. Anxiety, mm-hmm. panic attacks. Amen. Let me just say, if, if, any, if you have, have been harassed by any of these, come to the altar as we open up the altars today. We want to pray for you. Amen. If you know who you are, then you, then you have an intolerance to these things in your body in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says, you know, when we come together, elders will pray and the prayer of faithful save the sick and the Lord will raise, raise him up. Amen. So anxiety, panic attacks, mood disorders, depression, feelings of worthlessness, hopelessness, guilt, high blood pressure, insomnia. This is all Mm -hmm. stress, fear-related things, racing thoughts, replaying the day, uh, you know, the stressful day over and over in your mind so you can't sleep, weight loss. Mm -hmm. Some people can't eat when they're stressed (laughs) stressed, and some people eat too much. Right? Negative impact on the brain. So you know when you're there's stress, you can't think. Yeah, it's right. like you have absolute confusion, confusion in your brain. Mm-hmm. Yes. Stomach problems. Yes. Come on, IBS. You're yes. dealing with, uh, you digestion know, whatever, issues. digestion issues. Yes. Uh, some people, Ulcers, right, yes. uh, it, it, for, as, as a temporary relief will turn to alcohol yes. and drugs and because it does create a temporary yes. peace. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that it all comes back. And yes. so it creates an ugly cycle That's right. in the name of Jesus. And God is is bigger than that and has Amen. solutions to all of these things fertility problems yes. right i was just so excited to hear news of yesterday a good friend of ours who had who we heard is yay yes. finally having a baby yes. in the name of jesus and so i was saying a lot of i've heard a lot of cases where women will be so stressed because they can't have a baby and so they'll adopt i think my cousin did that they adopted and then or knew someone that did and then had a baby yeah literally because the so stress, stress is gone right yeah and 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 an increase in physical illnesses so like colds and flus and infections because stress causes listen to this a 15 percent decrease 
in the body's production of cells that fight infection. Wow. So if you find yourself susceptible to colds and all of that, you can take all the over-the-counter stuff. I'm not talking against that. But sometimes what we need to go is we, we need to abide and say, God, why the flu every year? Why the infection every year? Why these dumb allergies every year? And hear from the Lord. Amen. Hear from the Lord and let his power do what his power was designed to do. Thanks so much for joining us today. We pray that your life was impacted by this service and you are able to feel the tangible love of Jesus fill whatever space you're listening from. Maybe you found this message and you've never had the opportunity to come into a personal relationship with Jesus or you've known about him, but been far from him. We wanna give you the opportunity to make his love a daily reality in your life. Jesus came to this earth and died on the cross so that you could be close to him. He wanted to wipe away every disappointment and bring you into a life of purpose and meaning, one that will impact this globe for good. If you'd like to begin this journey with Jesus today, then just repeat this simple prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I'm praying this prayer because I know that I've made mistakes and been living without you. I apologize and I trust that you will forgive me. I accept your love and grace and ask that you would be my Savior and my Lord. Help me believe in you and love you every day and help me to show the world what you're like and how great your love is. I commit to live for you from this moment forward. In Jesus' name, amen. All of our Light City family are joining with heaven and celebrating over the commitment you have just made to make Jesus the Lord of your life. We have resources available for you to help you on this journey. And most of all, we're praying for you. Send us a note at info at golightcity.com to let us know about the decision you've made today. We have resources we would love to send you with some easy steps on where to go from here so that you can discover God in a real and meaningful way. If you have a prayer request, our team would love to connect with you and partner with you to see God transform your life. God bless you and we look forward to hearing from you real soon.